Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin McGuigan for AFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm joined today by Carl Frampton. Carl, how's things? I'm all right, mate. Just at home. Taking it easy. Enjoy, enjoying the life of the retiree, eh? Um, yeah, yeah, I am. I've been, I've had a busy one today. I have been busy, like, on the whole since I retired, really. Um, last few weeks have been okay, but it's all starting to pick up again here now, and, and shows are starting to come thick and fast for BT, so, and doing other different wee bits and pieces, so it's all, it's all going well. Do you enjoy that punditry side, obviously, coming out of, of fighting and the difference it is, obviously, but the punditry, is it something that you enjoy now? Yeah, I do. I really enjoy it, and and I started to do it towards the end of my career. I was doing bits and pieces for for different platforms, um, and I was always getting decent feedback. So I was hopeful that I could maybe walk into a job after I retired. Um, but you know, I, I just, this is the ideal job for me working with BT. Um, I, I'm not. I'm at home more often. I'm not having to be away all the time. I go home at the, or I go to the fights at the weekends. Back home the next day. Um, I'm still involved in the sport that I love, without any other hard graft really. Um, yeah, and it's to be to be honest, like the punditry, is, it's an, the easiest job in the world. It's just say what you see, and and that's what I do. Obviously, we'll touch first on uh, AJ Usyk. What did you make of the fight? Um, I thought AJ was better than he was in the first fight. Um, although I had him losing pretty pretty convincingly. I thought he was sick, controlled things. Um, AJ had a really good round, I think around nine or something like that. Um, but I had Usyk well in front. Um, I think if AJ hadn't have, you know, said what he said and done what he what he done after the fight, then his stock probably would have went up a wee bit from the first fight. But 
it was all about that. What do you that. mean? I don't because like. I think, I, I, I don't know. I think, obviously, he's a guy who's under a serious amount of pressure all the time. Um, quite possibly, he could have been concussed. Um, but it was almost just like, you know, let, let Dusik have his moment. You know, he's nah, he's the champion now. Um, but I'd say there was a lot of things going on in, in the big man's head. Um I've seen that he, he was taking a lot of criticism online. Um, some of it unfair, I think. But um, yeah, I, I imagine it's something that he that he does regret, though. What about Fury next? Do you think it happens? Number one and two. How do you see that fight going? Well, Fury AJ. Um, it, it's not really the fight that we were expecting to see after Usyk beat AJ. It's, you, you know, you think if Fury's coming back, then he's going to fight Usyk. Which kind of maybe makes you think that a or Fury thinks that Usyk's a, a a much more difficult fight than 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 AJ, which I think we can all probably agree with. Um, although Fury and Usyk, I think that Fury says maybe the difference. Um, but I think he's shown Usyk enough respect, and that he's fighting. He wants to fight AJ rather than him. Um, I think it could happen, the fight. I think that, you know, we're, we're here in 60-40 in terms of the split and how it would go. Very, very fair if if you're AJ. Um, I think, you know, Fury could maybe ask, ask for more. But look, the politics involved in this and which platform do they put it, put it on? I would hope it would be on BT. You know, me working for BT and I'd love to work on a fight like that. Um, but obviously AJ's with a different platform and, and the zone and um, so much things have to get sorted out before that fight does go ahead, but um, hopefully, hopefully it can't happen. And although it's not the fight that's kind of settles who's the number one heavyweight, um, it's a fight that I'd be really interested in. Obviously, next up on BT, we've got a massive fight in Joe Joyce and Joseph Parker. Uh, I take it you'll be covering that for BT. How do you yeah. think that one goes? That's a really difficult one to call. Um, I, I Joe Parker's really confident about this fight, really confident. Andy Lee and stuff, I've, I've listened to some of the things and I was speaking to them at the press conference and um, guys, they, they they really believe that they're going to win this fight and they think that uh, Joe Joyce is, is made for them. I, I think if, if you look at, if you look at Joyce, if you're, if you're someone who can move a wee bit, you think, I, I'd love to fight someone like that. Like, if I was a heavyweight with with my style, um, I think I'd have loved to have fought someone coming forward and just walking on the shots. But you think that until you're in there with him and the shots that you're normally hurting people with are having zero effect on this guy. He's extremely fit. He's going to push you hard for every minute of the fight. Um, I think it's a difficult one to call. Both guys are, are really confident. I, I like both guys. I really like both guys. It's one of them fights where I'd, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd hate to see a loser, um, but it's probably going to happen. Um, and I'll leave it I'll leave it a bit closer to the time before I, I, I pick who I think. What about uh, Anthony Kikati's on that card? Obviously, disappointment that he didn't make the, the Fury White undercard that time. He's a good friend of yours, Anthony. What, what do you predict for his fight? Yeah, um, and it's a good, it's a good fight for him. I think that this is, I mean, if if there's someone in their career that's 
I, I thought I was the unluckiest fighter on the planet for a while um, with some of the stuff that was going on with me, but Anthony Kikachi, what, what's happened to his career? Stop, start, career, all the, the issues with it, the, the fight falling through that was meant to be on chief support to Tyson Fury at Wembley. Um, I, you got to feel sorry for him, extremely sorry for him, but um, he's, he's a great fighter and he just needs a break and hopefully hopefully this is it. Um, hopefully he puts in a good performance, gets a big win and, and becomes recognised in the States. We all know here, suppose in Belfast, we all know how good Anto Kikachi is, all, all the boxing fraternity talk about him all the time, but even in the mainland, he needs to be more well-known um, and certainly in the States, you know, he just he just needs a break, though. Across the, the way, on the same night in Nottingham, there's a massive card matchroom. Have on Lara Wood. What do you make of uh, Wood taking the Lara fight and maybe not the Michael Conlon rematch? Um, well, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a really interesting fight. It's it's another it's a dangerous fight for him because I don't think Lara is that good. I know he I know he beat Josh Warrington, um, but in terms of his style, like he's a bit, he's really cumbersome. He's not no real finesse about him, but he's extremely heavy handed. I remember the first fight he had with Warrington, and I watched about you know a minute into the first round. It was it was Warrington's first fight with Matrim, and I was thinking, oh my god, Eddie Hearn's going to get so much stick. This guy is fucking useless, but he's he's just he's got so much power, um, so much punch power. So uh, Lee Woods taking a risk um, and taking the fight, but what what's really interesting is that they're going up against. That fight is going up against BT Sport with Joyce Parker, you know, big heavyweights. Um, it's a straight, it's a strange fight to be going up against. If if he was doing it on Sky rather than the Zone, quite possibly it makes sense. But for me, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't imagine they're going to do big viewing figures for that fight. Do you think the numbers in terms of Joyce Parker would be be much bigger? Yes, definitely, absolutely. With, yeah. with, with obviously um, Lara being so heavy-handed, like you said, I know you've, you've said he's cumbersome and things like that as well, but with being so heavy-handed, where does Lee Wood go in his career if he does get knocked out? I'd say, yeah, I don't know. That's that's why it's just, you know, what does Lara have? Lara doesn't have, he doesn't really bring anything to the table apart from he beat Josh Warrington. He's, he's never a world champion because it was for a non-title fight. Um, yeah, it's... I think it's a strange, it's a strange fight to take. Really strange fight. Um, I know there was talk of Santa Cruz fight, and he wants to fight it at, at Nottingham Forest, which I, I think is very important to Lee. But you know, people talking about Santa Cruz coming coming to the city ground that was never happening. Like it was yeah. not a chance that was ever going to happen. Um, but it's a really, really risky fight for not a lot of of reward here. Obviously, this week we've got a massive fight in Canelo GGG three. What do you make of that? How do you see it going? Um, it's hard for me to, to make a case for Glovkin in this fight, and and although he won the first fight, in, in my eyes and everybody's eyes, a lot of people thought he won the second fight. I I think the second fight was fair. I think Canelo done enough to edge it. Um, so really, it should be one each, but it's it's two nil. No, it's not. It's a draw. Sorry, it's a draw and one. So, um, yeah, I got that wrong. Um, but it should be one each, and this should be the one that that kind of settle the score. But 
I think that Golovkin now is, you know, we've seen in the in the Murata fight, he's he was hit a little bit too much. And although he still got that power, which can get him out of trouble, and he, he finally got the stoppage. I just think there's signs that he slowed down a bit. Now, people will say maybe Canelo's done the same. He lost a bivol in his last fight, but I don't think he has slowed down. I think he's right in his prime years now. And I think what happened in the bivol fight was just a case of Canelo, you know, pushing it a stretch too far. He can beat uh, an old Kovalev at that weight. He can beat um, a big super middleweight in Callum Smith, who maybe be struggling to make super middleweight. But Bivol was a big, fresh, in his prime, light heavyweight. And it was just a step too far for him. So I, I think that I can only see one winner. And I think it's going to be I think it's going to be Golovkin in the most decisive victory yet of, of the Golovkin? season. Sorry, Canelo. I was actually thought, I was thinking, geez, he's going for Golovkin here. That's massive. No, no, um, no, no. Canelo, yeah. <laughs> one more. I should have left that, you know, and then titled it. And you would have said he's done me yeah. a kicker <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with Ben Eubank coming up. What do you make of that? Like That, that fight, obviously, everyone wants to see it. Is it a bit too soon for Conor Ben? It's really interesting. Like it's really interesting. I don't even think it's a bit too soon. It's just a. It's a bit too. It's a bit too small. <laughs> he's just yeah. too small in the fight, and that's that's it. And I know he's determined, and I really like Conor Ben. I think he's um got to be one of the most improved fighters in the UK. Like a couple of years ago, he was he was he wasn't very good at all. So you have to give him so much credit for the improvement that he's made. He's clearly very very dedicated. By all accounts, he's a gym rat, never out of the gym. Seems to be very determined as well, a bit like his old man. Um, and I think he's a, he's a quality fighter, a really, really good fighter. Um, but I think this is kind of, it's just, there's more risk for Eubank in this fight because no one really expects Conor Ben to win. Well, boxing fans, people who know this game, don't expect him to win because he's too small. Um, and we all expect it to be reasonably easy night for Eubank, I think. Um, so Conor Ben can go and put in a good performance and lose and still come out looking good. Um, so I think he's he's in a good position here and he can still go back down to welterweight after it and, and become a world champion. Um, but this Do is you think fight. it benefits both to have their dads in the corners? Do you think that's a, a benefit? It may, well, I don't know. I don't know. It makes it, makes it a lot more interesting. It, it brings more eyes to it. If, if the dads are having more of an input in the build-up to the fight. You know, people are going to lap that up. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I always think a lot of times when Chris Eubank Sr. is in the corner, a lot of it's a bit of a show. And, a, a, you know, he wants to make things about himself almost. Um, I don't know if that's needed here. Um, and Nigel Ben. Nigel Ben sits ringside and gives a lot of advice. You can see him being really animated. I don't know if there's any need for Nigel to be in the corner. You know, he's got um, Sims, Tony Sims is his trainer, and he's done he's done good by by Conor Ben so far. I just don't I don't know if there's any need to have the Daz there, but I think that the the crowd would lap that up. Carl, obviously, and um, finally, before I let you go, I need to ask you: Are you happy enough in the punditry role, or could we see you in a coaching role down the line, or anything like that? Or do you think uh, you're happy where you are? No, 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 not not coach. I think coaching just takes up too much time. I, I'd always be happy to give advice. I think so. At this at this point in my life, coaching isn't something I'm thinking about, nor is managing. But 
Um, who knows what happens in the future? But at this point, I'm, I'm really happy with what I'm doing with BT, the punditry stuff. Um, they're, they're getting me doing a wee bits and pieces of commentary as well, which is much harder, by the way, but um, <laughs> than the punditry. But I'm, I'm enjoying it, Re- genuinely really enjoying it. So um, I'm just happy doing what I'm doing at the minute. Well, Carl, like, thanks a million for your time, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks at Joyce Parker. Really, really appreciate thanks, it, man. Tom. Cheers, man. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.